heavily fined. Where is this? In Antwerp. Gary, there's only one, one, uh, one picture for the bottom of the Amun. All right, Rabbi Sai, good morning. It's only this. Oh, I don't think I saved it. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, but we're live. Okay. We have less than 10 people. Ah. It's a little surreal. I mean, I looked outside my window last night and I was watching a wedding. There's a, there's a shul right across the park from me. I saw a wedding, 10 people. Music was blaring as if there's 100 people, but there's 10 people there. We're living in a little bit of a dream here. My brother, Shoshana Razio Basilko for Rufur Shleima, he had to go into quarantine. The whole family's in quarantine to protect her, to protect the, the, the family. All right. Hello, Rebelli. I want to thank you again for this amazing cheer that you provide. I watch the complete cheer every day and have been doing so since the beginning of Brachas. Thanks to you and your team, I was able to make a seem on a sechted Brachas. While it was a good feeling, the best part was seeing the joy of my wife and children had. The joy my wife and children had. Thank you. I know it's a tough time right now, having only a handful of people in the actual shear. But please don't be sad. Oy. So I got, I got a, few, uh, a few texts, a few emails that I looked sad yesterday. I guess I was sad. You know, the night before, 12 hours before, we had 85 people sitting here. And think about all the Torah lost, all the people that don't have internet, that are not going to get up and watch it online. There's a lot of people that are... And the momentum. We had such a momentum going. It's unbelievable. Brochus, we're going stark. You can listen online on Torah anytime, says Rabbi Schoenberg. You don't have to have it. You could, you could call in, yes. You could call in on the phone. You could... But that momentum, we can't... Rabbi Sai, please don't lose the momentum. This is a... This is one of the Nisyoyinus HaGesh Baruch who's sending us to see if we're going to break this momentum. We're not breaking it. We're going to stand strong. So many people across the globe tune into your shir and are learning because of you. Please keep smiling. And keep up your amazing attitude. No atzvahs. No, seriously. I don't have... I'm not scared. I'm not... I'll save that I'm in my house. I'm, 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 I'm disappointed in this momentum. I, I, I feel bad that other people are not going to be learning as much. Please keep smiling. Bezer Hashem, this episode will be over shortly, and your share will be overflowing with standing room only. Wishing you all the best, Binyamin. P.S. I agree that the new camera needs better lighting, as the whole room looks very drab. Now on to not such a pleasant email. I'm not going to read the whole thing, because the tone was a little bit... Not in my, uh, not my flavor. Good morning, Rabbi Stefanski. He goes on. He didn't write this with intent to be read on ear. If you do, fine. I waited three hours to write this to allow me to calm down. This morning when I took out my Gemara and opened YouTube, I had a feeling it would be awkward. It was. Even before the zoom out, you could feel the emptiness of the room and can see the effect it had on you. Another person is saying that it had an effect on me. I can't imagine how hard it must have been. With that said, with that said though, the sense of sadness and anger, chaos, I felt when the zoom out happened, I cannot describe. Rules are not meant to be broken. 10 is not 11 or 12 or 13. 10 is 10. That means you, the camera person. 
Now that I have a machoikus with him, mechila, mechvaydai, the camera person is on a second floor. He is not part of this room. No? Not part of this room. Do you say not part of this room? Not part of this room. You can hear, the ladies are also, but they're not part of the room. They're, that's a second floor, you have to climb up a, a flight of stairs to get up there. That's not part of this. I have to be mechulik on you, Rabbi. Akoponim is right, it says 10 and not 12. Now, I cannot be, he shouldn't be mad at me. We had 10 and we invited people. Some people forced their way in and didn't know about it. There's a big sign in the door that I posted with my own hands that says 10 people. Akoponim, but I'm not upset at him because he compared me to Charles Barkley. You said a role, you are a role model. You don't know if it's fear, people look to Torah leaders, Hashem Yirachim. How many people saw you allowing more than 10 people and thought they can do the same? I know you're a big NBA fan, and being of similar age to me, I'm confident you recall Sir Charles, Charles Barkley saying he wasn't a role model, but he was and still is. So are you. I, agree with, I disagree with that as well. Two machloikas in here. Anyways, he goes on to threaten me. I'm not going to go into the threats, but we love you. You should come visit our shir. Everything's good. We could zoom out today. How many people are we? I can't even count. We're seven people. Hashem Yirachem. We went from Motzei Shabbos, 120-something people to seven people. Ah! It's an Asayan, and we have to be Mizgaber. We have to keep up the momentum. Raboyis, I don't let this stop you. Adarabah. You know what? Somebody wrote me a beautiful thing today. Adarabah. We should take this opportunity when you're at home to do more Chazara. Do another Chazara, another eight minute, another something, another Chazara. Let's see what the Gemara says here. We're holding where we're supposed to be holding. There's no clock today. Yeah, it's slightly Agadita. For Shabbos, it's very Agadita. No clock, so there's no time. Great. Yeshua, if you give me a clock, maybe, it would be great. Yishkoyach. It's over here? Oh. Thank you. Beautiful. Right over there. No, no, no. By the tefillin. Perfect. Thank you. Ah, it only took 10 minutes to read the They started, they didn't have a minion for chakras because people were mocking on 10, so it took them a very long time to get a minion. So that's why we're starting with a bit, a bit of delay. Zogdi Gemara. We're holding... By Maskevlor of Sheshes, five lines down. We learned yesterday that in Bavel, they had a minute to tighten their belts, their girdles, whatever it was, and when they were eating, they opened their belt. And there's Israel, not so much, so they, the, the beginning of the meal was when they washed their hands. In Bavel, the beginning of the meal is when they undid their belt. Once they undo their belt, they don't have to stop for Mincha. Maskevlor of Sheshes. Is it a big deal to put on your belt? What's a big deal? As long as their pants don't fall down, what's the problem to sit there with an open belt? Says the Gemara Yisoyed, it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, You have to be prepared. How do you talk to a king? However you talk to a king, do you go to a king with pajamas? No. So the Mishra says, no pajamas. He brings down, do you go to a king with your boots? You don't go with your boots. Take your boots off. You don't go to a king with your belt open. How would you talk to President Trump? The same way. You wear a nice suit and a tie. So that's what you do. He kindly cries to the Yisrael. 
Rava Baravuno Rami Puzmikom Tzali. Says the Gemara. Oh, so before we go on, we have to, there's a Tysis here. And this is, this is a very Hasidish Misnag de Shadaf. This is where a lot of Machloikism maybe come from. Tysis brings here, Dibber Maskel Trichusel Mesam Yone. He says, in middle Tysis, Ubamachzor Vitri Mifarish, the time to be in an Azer, the reason why you need a belt, and this is where the minig of a gartel comes from, Shloyia Liboy Royas Erva, that your heart shouldn't see the Erva. Says Tysis, Vidafka Lohen. Only in those days you needed a gartel They wouldn't wear pants, they were wearing a robe. So you needed to separate the heart from the erva. We already have a belt on our pants. So we're already yaitzif with a belt. We don't need it. Right, right. But he says that the Mishabrura does bring down that Mitzad Hikoin. So some people, he says, but that's Dafka if you wear it all day. The kids are, they're noyig to wear all day. So that, I guess this is where the minute comes from, right over here. I didn't, we didn't really see it in Brachas or anywhere. So this is the first time that we're seeing this, the idea of a Garto. There's more. It comes... Even if you wear it all day, you need another one. And the, the chazan we had in the shul here last week by the bar mitzvah, the bar mitzvah boys, I don't know, Yosef Ehrman's, Yosef Ehrman's brother-in-law, brother-in-law, was wearing two gartels. That I've never seen. A black and a white. <clears throat> Beautiful voice, actually. All right. Zokti Gemara. Rove baravhuno romei puzmiko umetzalei. He would put on very special shoes for davening. So you see the concept of wearing something new, different for davening. Omar, hikoin, lekras, elikecho Yisrael. So if you, if you wear special shoes, you certainly don't wear, I don't know, flip-flops or... The Mishabur talks about uh, Crocs. I was over on that a lot. I mean, those were my shoes. I probably would go to Trump with my Crocs back in the day. Just because I had bad feet and whatever. But anyway, the <laughs> boots. What? Yeah, okay. But those, you know, a lot of Israelis like to go with their open, the sandals without any socks. I mean, is that how you would go to each in their own? You have to just think logically. It's all logic. What would you do here? It's not like, Allah, oh, I have to wear this. How do you like to be presented when you go to an important person? Is that how you want to look? Minagamokim also, yeah, he does bring Minagamokim, and that's very important. We're going to see Minagamokim in a second too. Rava Shodiglima, he would actually remove his chash of a frack or whatever he was wearing, because there's no chashivas in front of Akash Baruch. That, that, that's for people, whatever. For Akash Baruch, he take it off. Upachar Yodei He would take his hand and put it like this. Or like this? No, but it's one over the other. One over the other. This is actually also Omar Ka'avda Kame Mare. This is how a slave stands in front of his master. Now, I guess every country, every city, whatever, if, you're, if your minig is like this in China, then you have to go like this. This is nothing in China. In America, I don't think they go like this. I don't know what they do. Maybe like this. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the minig is in that makoim. A pikabali shouldn't be doing. Right. There's a, there's a problem with that. But whatever the minig is. Omar Ka'avda Kamei Mare. Omar Avashi. Chazinu Leila Rav Kahano. Listen to this, Rabbi Yisai. 
When this tsar in the world, I personally don't remember a time. I remember 9-11. I was in America 9-11. That was the greatest tsar that I personally experienced in terms of, but that was for America. I was, in, I was in Israel in the Gulf War. I was in Yeshiva. I was in the mirror. And I, 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 it was actually a great time for me because I got to go home. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying, in terms of tsar, after 9-11, I think I was depressed. I was literally depressed for at least a month. The, the, the thought of these buildings going down and all the people that died and the Yidin and, and the economy. But this tsar the Alma, 156 countries? I don't remember anything like that. 156 affected. The economies are down. Everybody's in their house. People are dying everywhere. My brother's block. What's going on? It's crazy. New York, in the five towns. People have it. People have it. They're being tested now. It's not very Young people, that, the guy that, that infected the, the, the lawyer, young guy in his 40s, in critical condition. Anyway, Tzara Ba'alma. It's unbelievable. Ki'ikit Tzara Ba'alma. There's no greater example than what we have today. Shodi Glima. Then he would remove his nice clothing, and he would put his hands together with Mitzali and he would daven. Then you have to be like a slave in front of the master. And we took this for granted all these years when there's peace, serenity, everybody's, everybody's just worried about how big their house is. Then he would put on his clothing, then he would wrap himself with the talus, and then he would daven. Then, you're going in front of the king, you wear your nicer clothing. We have a machlekes, chasidim, and litvaks. Rav saw that was davening very long. Omar, manichim oiskim I want you to pay attention to the words here. You're leaving alone the oilam haba, the Torah, and you're dealing with the mundane, the the the, the, the this world. He wasn't talking about a guy playing video games and fressing in a restaurant and chayisha. He's davening. But why is he davening? Also, neget to today, Rashi says he's davening for Rufua, for Yeshua. These things, that's chayisha. Parnasa, that's also today. The economy, people are losing their jobs. Ulamizoynas, also today. Mizoinus, people are hurting all their stuff, hoarding all their food, the toilet paper, Hashem Yeah, it's unbelievable. Their mom is so into the toilet paper, they forgot about tefillah. I'm also guilty, I have plenty of toilet paper. <laughs> he bought me half of there's no, there's no toilet paper in Osharat because Yeshua bought us, bought it out. And if anybody wants to buy water, I have nothing to do with all that water, you can come to me. Rav but but again, Nachamol, Menichim Chaya Oilam, they're forgetting about Torah, which is the Iker, and they're being Isaac in Tefillah, which is only Chaya Shah. Unbelievable line from Rava. Says the Gemara, Vusav Arnun, but what was Rav Nuna? He's not a Katlikanya, he made a mistake here. Vusav Arzman Tefillah Lechud, Uzman Torah Lechud. In other words, everybody agrees that Torah is more Chasha than Tefillah, but once you start davening, it's the time of davening. You don't stop davening, according to Rav Nuna, in order to go back to your learning. Says the Gemara, Reb Yirmiyah and Rav Zera were learning. Noga it was getting late. They had to go daven. 
got impatient. He had to go. He had to run to Davin. This is an amazing, perfect pasuk. Fits right in. Meiser He's he's not listening with his his ear to hear Torah. Gam What's going to happen to this tefillah? It's toyeva. It's no good. So, <laughs> for davening, no, that's because we're on a schedule. It's not for davening. Tysus brings down the Yud Aleph, and the Gemara talks about it over there. Th- these are people that Torosim Nasei. These are people that that's their livelihood. All they do all day is Torah, and for Torah you don't stop to daven. But us, when time of tefillah comes, we do say ten minutes. What? Yud Aleph Omid Aleph. Um, here, Kegoyin Anu Mafsikim Bein LeKriyishma Bein LeTefillah. Two Pshatim Tysus says, or that it wasn't the time yet. You have to say that either there's plenty of time left or you're talking about Terasa Umnasai. Now, we discussed yesterday when do you start eating, when do you start, uh, when do you start a haircut, when you put the, the apron on, when you start eating, when you wash your hands or under your belt. In other words, all these things are one step before you actually do the Maisa. When it comes to din, it might be a little different. I had the, un, I don't know what the word is. It was, I had the, 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 the opportunity to be in court here in Israel. It wasn't such a great experience. But I noticed that uh, they have a, a minig of, of England, I think it is. All the lawyers, they, they put on a cloak. They put on a nice, long, black robe. So the dayanim, I don't know if they're, they're not really dayanim, the, the judges... In America also. So in America, yeah, they do wear a robe. Don't they wear robes in America? I think so. The judge, no? Judges, yes. I'm talking about judges. That's what the Gemara says. Judges, sorry. So judges, when they put on their cloak, their robe, that's it. That's when the din starts. So that's very similar to what the Gemara said until now. It's a step before people start their din. No, this is actually when they start talking. When it comes to food, it would be when a person puts a piece of food in his mouth, which is not the case in food. Food is one step before that, when you wash your hands or you undo your belt. You can just go like this as much as I want, and the picture stays the same. It's unbelievable. It says the Gemara that a, a judge sees diff- many cases, so he puts on his robe in the morning. But once he has his robe on, he's not putting on his robe again, and then you walk in. So when's the start of your Dintaira? Your entire starts when you start talking. So this is the only case, really, out of all the cases in the Mishnah, merchads, bursiki, all these things, rolling up your sleeves, taking off your hat, those are all one step before. Here's one thing, that you physically start doing the entire, that's the beginning of the entire. But if, you, if, the, if the judge puts on his robe, because you're the first din, that's also the beginning of the entire. There's a kid here in the night chair, his name is Avi. So at the end of Brachas, we're learning about Ravami and Ravasi, also very similar. I said, and where else did we mention in the, in the, in the Masechta, Ravami and Ravasi, and the adults, maybe one adult, this kid said, Bene Amude. It's an 11-year-old kid. Bene Amude. Because Ravami and Ravasi, we learned in Brachas, they used to learn between the beams underneath the building that was holding up the, the building, and they wouldn't move from there. That was their Mokim Torah, that was their Mokim Tefillah. Haviyasvi Vigarza Bene Amude. 
they were learning between the beams. They would bang on the on the, the lock on the metal. Every on the hour on the hour, they would ring the bell. The army they would scream out, Dino If there's anybody here that needs a dentire, get in here. Tysus points out, it seems from here, that a dentire is more chashuv than learning Torah. It is Torah, but at the end of the day, you're making peace, you're getting rid of the avil in the world, of rishus, of gneva, of all the stuff. So it's more important than Torah. Not, uh, not everybody's zaycha to be a dayan. You have to have a good memory, unfortunately for me. I mean, you have to know a lot of Torah, so it's not, it's not something that everybody can be zaycha to. This is a big thing. Rav Chizda and Rav Ravuna was sitting in the Torah in the Torahs all day long. Rashi second pshat he says he likes better. It means they they became faint, they became weak because they didn't eat all day long. They were busy with the Torahs. Talmud Rav Chia bar Rav Medifti said you're making a mistake. Doesn't mean that Moshe Rabbeinu sat there in the entire from day to night. I just said they felt faint because they didn't learn Torah. That was shot number one. Shot number one, and then you go keep on going on. It, it, it's not the same Rashi. It's a, two Rashi's weiter. And Rashi says that he that he likes that shot better. So you think Moshe Rabbeinu sat in the entire all day long to Rosim Moshe Nasis? Moshe Rabbeinu had an obligation to teach Klai Yisrael Torah, he had to teach them Torah. So he had to do both. If you do a perfect din, Taisus says that there's a, there's a din that's a maruma din, meaning if you come to a dayan and he smells that you're a little off, he can't figure it out. He, everything, everything matches, and the, the Gemara talks about it, when, when, when the... When the, the two guys, the Adam, say exactly the same thing, every question, you ask, so you see that they rehearsed it, so he gets a bad, a bad, uh, bad taste, so he can't pass him like that. What? Shmeknishgut. He has to use his nose. He has to. Anyways, din lamitoi, emes lamitoi, afilu shoachas malav akosov kilu nasashut akoshbaruchu. Even if you just do the entire for one hour, you become a partner with akoshbaruchu b'maisa b'reishes, as if you created the world. Wow. Listen, there's 57 people right now on live. But it's still less than 85 people live. So hopefully these people that are not watching now, they'll be watching later. But it's a tremendous thing. Keep it up. Rabbi said, I also don't know. I have no idea what's going to be tomorrow. We don't know. We're living day by day, hour by hour. It might be a good idea just to go to quarantine. That's what a lot of people are doing in other countries. In Baltimore, there's no more shoe There's no more shul finished. They locked all the doors. In other places, in New York, there's no more shoals, a lot of places. The Saig, no shoals. They know what they're doing. I mean, it's a good idea not to, to, to stunt the, the, the spread of the, the virus. What? Yeah, but there's still 250 people that have it, and 250 people... Yeah, listen... We don't know. I mean, BB might say tomorrow that this, if somebody would have said on Purim Lamashal, if somebody would have given an idea, I wouldn't have made the party. You know, it's like we should have been a couple steps ahead. Okay, fine. Zogli tomorrow. Anyways, he's saying that the Pasuk, you become a Shutafu Akashbokhamizbek. The Pasuk is not telling me that Moshe Rabbeinu stood there from day to night. The Pasuk is saying, like Boikir Nerev, where else is it mentioned the Torah Boikir Nerev? By my separation to tell you 
that he's like a shut of Now that we say that you don't have to be in it the entire all day long, so until one point, do the Yalim sit there? As we're going to see soon, until the sixth hour of the day. So let's say if, if Netzachama is six o'clock, so you, you sit there until 12 o'clock. Arav Chama, micro, where do you see this in the Pazik? Iloch Eretz Shemalkech Noir. Malkech says Rashi are Dayanim. Look at this place that the, the, the Dayanim are up. What's going on here? The, the ministers are eating in the morning, early in the morning. What's wrong with them? Ashrecha Eretz Shemalkech Ben Choyrin, Bissorayach Beis Yechelu. Givaldik are the place where the, the Dayan, he eats at time. With strength and not when he's drinking and drunk. They have the strength of the Torah and they're not sitting there like other people. These are the Dayan and these are the Gdailim. And not drunk. The cannibals, these fressers, they can't control themselves. They, they need to eat right away. Not only that, they eat their own people, they eat other human beings. Their own people not, but other human beings they eat. Worse than Chayis in the jungle, going back to the jungle. In the jungle, a lion might kill another lion. He'll never eat another lion. I don't think there's such a thing as an animal eating its own species. To be a, a cannibal is, is crazy. But they're, 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 they can't control themselves. They need to eat as soon as they get up. They start fressing. The list them, they're up all night and they sleep a little bit, so then they eat right away. These are the trust fund babies. They don't have to worry about anything. They, they don't have to worry about pranas, so they get up to eat in the third hour. These are hard workers. They eat in the fourth hour. All people eat in the fifth hour. It's not true. People eat on the fourth hour. It's not poyalim. Most people eat in the fourth hour. What is that, like 10 o'clock? 9, 10 o'clock. Chamish is machal poyalim. And the fifth hour, later on, is for workers. Shishis, machat ha-milchacham. Ha-milchacham have to hold out until the sixth hour. If you take a, a stone and you throw it into a, a, a pitcher, a, like a, a leather flask of, of, of wine, for the person on the outside, he'll think that he's, he's holding a heavy bottle of wine. But at the end of the day, there's only a stone inside. You throw a food into your body, it does zero. There's an old Russian that used to come to my house, when I was a kid, and I remember him telling my dad that food, it's, un, it's overrated. Basically, the way, he said, the way the body works is that there's something rubbing against each other, the stomach rubs, so you just have to throw something in there to make sure that it doesn't rub. So it doesn't matter exactly what. That's, what he, that's how the Russian described it. Anyways, it was left a Russian on me. What? Two meals a day. Yeah. Ah, so Rabbi Shalom was saying there's only two meals in those days. So the, they used to spread it out in a way that it was a late morning meal and then an early evening meal. Like we had in Brachas, before dark, whatever. No, just remind me. You just throw something in there, into that uh, leather thing, just make sure it doesn't rub. But it's not a good thing to throw a stone into Evan Lachemis. If you don't taste anything in the morning, then it's a big problem to eat late. It doesn't do anything. You have Pashachris, which you're supposed to have anyways. It's really good for the whole day. 
Less than then you could eat a little bit later as well, and it's beneficial for the body. Listen to this. You go into a bathhouse and start diving. What is going on here? This is just for uh, demonstration purposes only. This is not accurate to what the Gemara is really talking about. This is a mikvah in Portland, Oregon. So basically, this is a reception here, and then there's rooms here where you, you get ready, and then you have the bar. You have one, two, and three. It says the Gemara, there's three rooms in, in, a, in a bathhouse. Not exactly like this. The, maybe the reception is not really a reception. But here's where people are already dressed, hanging out. This is a really kosher place. This place, occasionally a guy coming out of the mikvah, he'll come out unclothed completely, but he grabs his, his towel real quick and he, and he gets dressed. And over here, obviously, people are undressed. So the difference in halacha is, do I have to take off my tefillin or not in this middle place? Now over here I can wear tefillin, over here I certainly can't wear tefillin. The middle guy, if I'm already wearing tefillin, you don't have to take it off. Says the Gemara, I could say Shalom, which is Hashem's name. And I could put on tefillin, and certainly I don't have to remove my tefillin. So that's over here in room number one. But in a place where people stand undressed, but some of them are dressed, it's an in-between area. I could mention Hashem's name, I could say Shalom Aleichem. But I cannot daven there, but I don't have to remove my tefillin. So don't do deliberate things, don't say Kriyashma there. But once I'm wearing my tefillin, I don't have to remove them. Remember, in those days, people wore tefillin all day. He walks in with his tefillin. But certainly you can't put on tefillin. Now, what about thinking and learning? The Ran says you're allowed to think and learning. And not only that, he says if somebody comes and asks you a question, in this middle room, he asks you a question in learning, in halacha, you can answer him yes or no. You can't go into a deep halachic discussion. And to think and learning, yes. But in the mikveh area itself, which by the way, they closed down all the mikvehs for the men, I heard that they might be opening a little bit, but it's a big problem. I, I, I don't know why, but it seems like it's a, it's a hotbed for this virus. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like a great place. Ten, ten people in the mikveh. Wow. And by the way, we have to use common sense. You have a room the size of Bell's base measures. What, you can only have ten people in there? And on the bus in Israel, you let have 20 people, 100 people. You've got to use common sense. You've got to use that distance, two meters, but, but no. 10 people is 10 people. This is good. This is seven. Is this okay? Because we're under 10. <laughs> we're at nine people total with the cameraman. If you hold it, the cameraman on the second floor is considered part of us. We're nine people. Zoktingimara. Rabbi, so we're going to look back at this and we're going to have a lot of stories that say, all of us are going to be there to talk about this. You can't say shalom. Certainly you can't daven. You've got to remove your tefillin. Certainly you can't put them on. So what's going on? How come he said you're allowed to daven? You're allowed to walk into a base into, into of He says you're allowed to walk in there and daven. 
Nobody in there. But based on Merchatz is even if there's nobody in there. What does it mean? It means that there was once upon a time Tzoya and he cleaned it. We're talking about a brand new Beis HaMerchetz. What if you, you said this, this Beis HaKisei is going to be. By the way, Yeshua, check out who's outside because we're going to need a minion, right? Who dive in here? A minion? Okay, fine. Don't let them in yet. His I know, I just noticed through the glass that somebody's hanging out there. Could I designate a bathroom and ruin it? Like we had over here that the bathrooms weren't finished, but it was designated as a bathroom. And we didn't come to the conclusion. Isn't Allah the same for a bathhouse? We're holding the Yudom and Beis, Shani Beis Akisi, the mice. Of Beis HaMerchitz, we're talking about people undressed, so you're not allowed to learn, you're not allowed to dive in, fine, but it's not disgusting. When, the, when, when something's disgusting, it's going to be disgusting. Maybe it's worse, even if never, nothing ever happened there, it was just designated. Says the Gemara, ain't shom she'ilas shalom. You cannot say, shalom aleichem say alayla rabam nunum yishmei du'ula odomar osal odom shitan shalom chaveri beis ha-merchatz mishum shenemar fayikur loya Hashem shalom. Hashem's name is shalom. So therefore, you're not allowed to say Hashem's name. You're not allowed to say shalom aleichem in a bathhouse. Elameato, hey manuso, nami, you're not allowed to say the word hey manuso, faith. Also, the memory is like, he said, why not? Hashem is faithful. And if you're going to say yes, for the same reason, you're not allowed to say hey You are allowed to say hey manuso in, in, in the bathroom. Says the Gemara, awesome, shame gufe lo yikri Hashem's name is not Heimenusa. We're saying that Hashem acts with faith. He's faithful. But Hashem is not called faithful. He is the Hashem of faith. He's a faithful Hashem. But Hashem's name is Shalom, and therefore, with Shalom, we have to be careful. So some people say, what? Yeah, so that's what they're saying. So if you're saying the word Shalom as is, it's not an issue. But if you're using Hashem's name, and we also had in the Mishnah in Brachas, that you're allowed to say Hashem's name in order to say Shalom to your friend, to Mechavavim. So yeah, if a person's name is Shalom, then of course you're allowed to say it. If you give your friend a present, not to embarrass him. Like they gave me a present, I want to say. What present? Some presents are embarrassing, you find out. It was a shocker. Your face is on all the buses. It's, I'm very appreciative, but it was embarrassing at the time. Maybe I was trying to figure it out. No, you're supposed to let your friend know. Tyson points out it's not talking about money. If a guy needs money, regardless, he's going to be embarrassed whether you tell him or not. Better not tell him, just... Shove it under his door and run. Shinemar, Lodaske Ani Hashem Mikadishchem. Hakosh Baruch Hu notified Klaisrol, I'm the one that gave you Shabbos. You should know. Taina Meachi, Lodaske Ani Hashem Mikadishchem, Omali Hakosh Baruch Lemoishim, Atonatoy Vishli Bebez Gnozai Shabbos Shmo. I have a beautiful presence called Shabbos. 
What is the song? You're going to make people cry. This is nobody singing. It's a what? Leif Tahar. Shabbat Shema, Shabbat Shema. Ah, I gave you a beautiful present, Shabbat Shema. Leich Vihoidiyam. I want you to go tell them. And I want you to tell them I'm the one that gave it to you. Tzorch Loidiyam. Mekana Rabbishim Gamliel. I know he's a pastor Latino. Tzorch Loidiyam Limoy. If you give a kid a present, you give him a piece of bread. Nebuch, in those days it was bread. Today it's a candy. You should let his mother know. Why? Because through that you create Achva Vireyus. People will be happy with you. My Ovidlay, how do you let them know they don't have cell phones? Omar Abayo, think about it. If you did this today, ooh, uh, it's the exact opposite of, of making peace. You're going to have enemies today. Shoifle Mishcha, you put some oil between his eyes. His mother, what are you, why? What, what is going on here? He says, that uh, the guy that gives out candy to the children, he, uh, he put oil on my face. He touched you. Call the police. Call and he put on makeup, he put on me. In those days, it was a good sign. The mother's going to say, why? Who? The guy in shul put, guy in shul put on makeup. You know, things have changed. Generations have changed. In those days, it was a sign. You have blue under your eyes. You have oil on your face. Ah, wow, beautiful. I, I'm so appreciative of the guy that messed up your face. He probably is giving you a small piece of bread. But today, oh, maybe it's a, it's a, maybe it's a, it's a hint. The, the Gemara calls it Kshafim. Witchcraft. Today it's witchcraft. This is also bad news. You take some of the bread, you sprinkle it on his head, you put crumbs on his head, the kid comes back messy. His mother says, what's going on? Why, do you, why is your head full of bread? Oh, that guy gave me bread. And then through that, there's Abba Vireus. Wait a minute. You don't have to notify your friend when you give him a present. Hashem didn't tell Moshe Rabbeinu, hey, I gave you a gift called light coming out of your forehead. A glow. Somebody's going to walk over to Moshe and say, by the way, Moshe, there's a flashlight coming out of your forehead. There's some sort of glow. Really? And then he's going to realize immediately that Akash gave it to him. So he didn't have, Akash didn't have to tell him. Oh, but Shabbos, David, but everybody's going to know about Shabbos. Matan What's the Matan Tzachar Shabbos? For that, Rabbi Isai, you have to wait about 100 days, maybe a little bit more. We're going to get, the Gemara's going to discuss. I want you to stick with it. Keep up the momentum. We're going to get there soon. 100, just 100 days. Because there's something to the effect of arichas yomim and all a bunch of beautiful things. Rav Chizda v'noket biyodei tarti matanosa the Torah. Rav Chizda had matnis kuna. When we did the shchita here, we brought a, a, a kevesin, and since I paid for it, so I got the matnis kuna. I got to give it, but it was mine for a second. I got to give it. It's the zroya lechoyayim v'keva. We learned about it in Chulin. Omar called Man No, I gave it away to Yedidya because he's married to a Kohenis. That's the halacha that if you're married to a, to a daughter of a Kohen, you could give it to them as well. Yisrael are allowed to eat from it. Call Man If you tell me a brand new Chiddush, Mishmei the Rav, in the name of Rav, 
I'm going to give you my matnaskun. Rashi talks about it. It was in Chutzlaretz, but they changed the minog now. Okay, I, I, I want it. Let me tell you a, a chiddush. You have to notify your friend before you, as you give him the present, say, hey, by the way, I'm about to give him, don't faint. You ever see these videos? Oh, surprise, happy birthday. The guy faints. No, the guy can faint. The guy can be embarrassed. You have an alley. It's a beautiful pshat. Okay, here it is. Omar, so Rabbi Bramachasi tells, tells him, Chavivin aloch shmaitzed the Rav Kulei. Hi, I see you love Rav's saying so much. Omar le'in. Omar le'in ad Omar Rav. I'll tell you another thing Rav said. Meleiso al v'shayu yakiro. When you wear a very expensive clothing, it's good for the person that, that's into that kind of clothing. Only guy that likes a frack enjoys it, but if you were to give a regular guy a frack, you would hate it. Says the Gemara, what? I'm Purim, what? <laughs> Talking about Purim. Akoponim, Omalei, Omrav, Hachi, really? Rav said that. So what was he saying? He says, you love, you enjoy Rav, so anything I say in the name of Rav, you get all excited. He says, Oh, I love the second shot even more than the first shot. And if I had even more, I'd give you more. You saw it in life. Don't ever treat one son better than you treat the other. You know about these things? About the, we learned about Yerusha. It should be all equal. My shver, every time he bought, if he bought me a menorah, he bought all the kids. Same thing. Shouldn't be any difference. What? Children. Shouldn't treat your children any different. Rashi says it's a guzma. A very small amount of melas, of, of, of garment. He, he treated Yosef slightly different than the other. It wasn't that little. It was a, it was a nice thing. All the brothers were jealous. And then they went to Mitzrayim. Listen, it was, uh, it was winter, Shemayim. We had to go to Mitzrayim, but that was how it was caused. Rishonim discussed it. What? That's like it's criticizing Yaakov Avinu. Okay, there's a little bit of a problem here. You should sit in a brand new city, like Bet Shemesh, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Why? It's a very interesting concept. Baruch looks at the city as a whole, and judges how many Averis are there. And as the city is older and older, the Averis accumulate. Look, look at the city called Tsayar over here. Mitzar, whatever it's called. What is it called? It's called Tsayar, no? Tsayar. It's right over here. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Lloyd says, let's run here. My Kroiva. That it's really close by. And it's small. The Malachim know what's small. They see it. Shivasa Kroiva was brand new, it was just inhabited. It has less Averis. Now, what does it mean that it's less, it's, it's younger? How, how much younger? Well, it was one year old, so yeah. Mercy is an amazing thing. It was 51 years old. Zdoim was 52 years old. So when, you, when you're looking at old and new, uh, if Bnei Brak is Chveis, uh, how old is Bnei Brak? 70 years old. So 70 is, is worse off than 69. 26 years, Zdoim sat in peace. We're holding the Fyodal from Medalev. So that's 12. 
that's not very good. So you have 14 plus 12 is 26 of peace. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Psurus Toivois, have a great day.